game of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. Your body won't let you die. My body will 100% be like, fuck you, you're dead. No, it's not <laughs> how it works. Definitely if you have go. a stuffed nose, like, you, you you know you can breathe out of your mouth, right? Like, yes, but for some reason, it's like my <laughs> irrational mind in that situation is like, it's not going to be enough, bro. You're not going to do it with oxygen. Your brain's just going to shut down, and you're going to die in your sleep. And it's like, I don't, I mean, like, that would be, to me, it's the most peaceful, peaceful way to go. Peaceful? Peaceful way to go. Uh, <laughs> peace is being full of peas is the way to go. <laughs> but I... I don't know. I mean, like Zoe had the flu when she was like five oh, months old. Jesus Christ! And they had to take this like tube, and we went to the we went to the emergency hospital because like I mean, yeah, it's the flu. He's like, it's the fucking flu kills kids. And like, you well, and you can't you couldn't she couldn't have a flu shot yet. She was only five yeah. months old. Oh my gosh, man! That's New Year's Day, two thousand eighteen. Um, and so they took this like you know that that like sucker that they have mm-hmm. at the dentist's office that's like <laughs> yeah oh by the way like the, it's like the nose frida but it's like it's oh my bigger. god like i hate that noise by the way anytime i go to the dentist i'm, I'm just like, like I, mean, I don't mind that i like i, I can't i, I almost convulse the, like i literally make like they'll do this and i'm just like, like a bad experience as a kid i don't <laughs> dude it's just like just thinking about it gives me chills like i don't it's not a. It's not a. I would fi- think like drilling on your teeth is what because that's what I never I had, had a cavity field and they had to like use the drill on it. And it's like oh, like nails, nails on a nails on a chartboard, bro. Chartboard, chart. I'm not having a great time talking. Okay, but like, they congested. They already. took that thing and they just <laughs> right in her nose and dude, like she could instantly breathe. But I can imagine that she was instantly infuriated, though. Like she didn't like it stuck up her nose, but she could breathe. Yeah, which I mean, is she good. was five months old. She didn't know any better. Yeah, but like with that, it was just like, can I take one of these home? Like, yeah, like do you guys? Can, can I have this three thousand dollars equipment <laughs> and sure. go home? I'm sure this one's paid off. Like, can <laughs> anytime, I have this one? Or? Anytime I'm sick, I think of that. Now I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna hit up the children's hospital and just go get them to suck out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just suck it, but just walk, stop by like a drive through and be like, Yeah, can you just hit me with the, the nose? Yo, just the give me that sucker? nose sucker, bro. Hit it with me, daddy. Suck my nose, daddy. <laughs> it's so gross. Oh, oh, God. But like, so I just got the image of like a couple who's like too close <laughs> and she's just like, Here, let me help you with that congestion. Just full on mouth over the nose. Uh-uh. It just sucks out. That, Ugh, that's bro, like licking that's someone's so- eyeballs. I, there was a couple that did that. I've told you about that before. It's like <laughs> it's way too close. That's just too much. I. You know, I hate this time of year so much. It's not only is constant it goddamn surface of the sun. If so hot, yeah, today. it was so fucking degrees. hot. I, I think it might have been. We broke the record. I think. I don't know. I haven't checked, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. There's this thing called um, global warming. It was climate change. Right? <laughs> climate change. Global warming <laughs> gives everybody the notion that oh, if it if it gets cold for one month and it's like oh, global yeah. warming. Global warming is like no. Yeah, it's a. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's it's just like. We went from nice, breezy, like 70, mm-hmm. 71, to like fucking 
furnace. It is 94 degrees. There's no like middle ground in, in this goddamn state. We don't have a spring anymore, bro. It's we, all summer. Well, we had bro. spring. I, I feel like the 70 degrees was the spring. We had a we day had, of spring. We had three weeks of rain and like scattered with like four days of nice weather. And then it's just like, hasn't rained in a couple weeks. And it's just humid and dry and hot. And you walk to the mailbox. Okay, the humidity was 90% today. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, shout out Mike. You think you got humidity in Philadelphia, bro? It's, we got the fucking humidity in the South. Do they? Do they? It gets yeah. Does it, it gets, get warm up? There? It gets hot. It's Philadelphia. It gets hot. Well, also you have the pavement everywhere. Big cities oh, gets right. really hot. That'd be hot because it's just literally. I mean, it gets. I mean, you know, I, it's always funny when you're just like, oh yeah, you think it's hot? Well, look how hot it is here, and it's just yeah. like, let's just agree that it's fucking hot. It, yeah, it's just like. In misery, like let's all just be miserable together, and and it's hotness. Let's come together around misery, and yeah. just all sulk and be miserable together. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, misery loves company, but like it's just I don't, I have not enjoyed the weather. I've not been in the mood to enjoy the weather. I've not been in a good mood. I've been in a surly mood, and because of the surly mood, on top of all that, and by the way, ever since like last week, I have felt. Like, I have bugs on me. Bro, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, like, I know I don't. Yeah. But, like, I had, there's, like, a hair, you know? Like, you get, like, a, like a stray hair that just, like, kind of dangles for a while. And yeah. Like, it, when you move, it moves, right? So, you so can't like, catch it's, it. So, it's, like, tickling you, and you're just, like, what the fuck is on me? I'm, like, I'm going to shave my goddamn head because Might I... Might as well. You know, I was just, just like, over with. Just. you're fucking, you and your bugs and your... Bro, I took a shower before <laughs> I came over here, right? I didn't yeah, bring any bugs fine. with me that night, Okay. And so it's all good. We're all good. <laughs> but it's just now I'm like just thinking about it. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm like got bugs on me. So like I was waiting on you to get here, and I was just sitting there and like it, I you, every, every like, I had an itch, and I'm just like then I couldn't stop itching because I'm like what if there is a bug on me and I, can't. I get that so bad at night. Well, there was a there was a gnat two nights ago that was like floating around me. <laughs> would not leave you. Alone. Oh my god! And like <laughs> it was like it would land in my. I assumed it like land and like would move my hair. So like I was like oh my god, I've I've got it. Like this motherfucker brought it oh over and gave god. it to me. I would not. I don't even. Uh, adults don't get lice all that often. Okay, <laughs> I was checked. I shaved my head. Okay, yeah. I didn't have it. Yeah. Yeah, but, but still. Oh it's, man, I know. I was. Uh, we we went on a walk earlier today, and it was just like gnats were everywhere. Ugh. And then I saw a spider web, and then a branch touched me, and I immediately thought the spider web was on me. <laughs> and it was like, so I thought I had a spider crawl me. And it's, I've ugh. I've said it ad nauseum, but I, I am a boats. Thanksgiving buffet for mosquitoes. <laughs> I thought you were, were transitioning completely to the Thanksgivings. Like I cannot wait for Thanksgiving. I mean, right? Thanksgiving is dope, oh, but I I. And I'm always wearing shorts too, and so like my ankles for like months just itch, like they just itch. And what's worse is like when you're asleep, right? And it's like two o'clock in the morning, and you just like are awoken by this itch. You're just like, Argh! like on your ankles, and then like you scratch until it bleeds, and then you're just like, yes, it feels so good. Or if there's a mosquito in the house, imagine like that. That's a hell of a way to fucking like die, like what, by mosquito bite. Just like you just or scratching like yourself scratching your flesh off. <laughs> it's terrifying. I don't. I don't want to think about that. Just like you're just sitting here, and you just keep scratching. Oh, and yeah, like, and I'm pretty just, sure like PCP or someone does that. Too. Yeah, it's a drug that like I think makes it's you meth. scratch. Yeah, I was like, yeah, it is. It, yeah, meth, and then yeah. like they eat the scabs and. Or shit. Imagine like that the the alligator. I think or the, the crocodile over in like Russia, where it was like it got super big a few years ago, yeah. but it was literally like you take it once and you it's, it it is a fact that you are gonna die. And what it's is like, this? 
It's called the crocodile. And it, oh, it I thought began, you were talking about uh, like an actual alligator. You said alligator, and then you oh, it's it, because I didn't know if it was an alligator. Or crocodile. <laughs> I can't remember the name for it, but basically, it's like it's a flesh eating like drug. Essentially, I don't know if it's like a bacteria. Why would you, you take the, that? I don't know, bro. I don't. But people were doing it, and I don't know if it was a meme or like a fake thing. But I'm pretty that sure seems that like it, something that's not real. I know, but it was. It sounds. You real. sent me a damn message the other day thinking about like why is nobody talking about this zombie in in Washington? And it's like, well, it's because she's well, either super. Okay, it's either a publicity all, stump for this zombie movie. It's like, a terrifying video. Or okay, it's on TikTok. Yeah, sure, but it's no different than the the fucking person that was on bath salts a long time ago. Yeah, but that was like bath salt one was like for real for. Like yeah, but it was equally no, terrifying. What, no, from what I understand, that guy was completely sober. Yeah, no, he the, was on bath salts. Uh, I don't know. Man. I'm talking I'm about the, like this is, but no, the one I sent you or whatever was like it happened in Seattle. Yeah, and it was just this chick who like they didn't have any close ups of her face, but and, and there was one pan where like it 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 looked like a skull, like a skull, like her face had been washed off with acid or something like that. She was walking around screaming like, don't take my baby and stuff like that. And it was like immediately people were like, oh, it's a zombie or whatever. I don't think that it's a zombie after doing stuff. Like I just there's something going on. And I don't know if it yeah, was it's like called drugs. Well, from what I understand is they also do the, the police force do like response testing or whatever, where it's like they have a, a fake scenario that they mm. set up and they don't let them be aware of it. And so and, and then they, they don't have to respond and they, to and it. they don't kill the person and they do. Well, <laughs> that's the hope. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you imagine they show up? They think she's a zombie and just drop her dead on the streets. And they're like, bro, I it's mean- just a test. It's just a test. It's like. Nobody told us about this, I but mean, no. I imagine there's like some superiors that are are superiors, on, like the superior officers. Oh, I was just like, oh yeah, that does sound kind of bad when you're saying <laughs> it. Like, like I don't isolate talking? that, but no, it's like some superior officers are out there, like supervisors. Oh, I guess it's supervisors. Some supervising officers are out there. <laughs> yeah, you kept saying superior. some superior officers. They're the they're like the robots from uh, RoboCop, the big ones, the yeah, the big ones, but the big ones. Yeah, I'm sure they know about it, but. Um, it was just a terror. It was to me. It was about like her commitment to the act. If it was an act, I, don't, I think because was, it was so, like was her screams were just like they. F- I felt them in my chest, and I was like, "This is terrifying to me." I see this. I'm running away immediately. You're not gonna help the person? Absolutely not. <laughs> I apologize, but like I, I, I would. That would be me. I would be like, "I'm so sorry, but I gotta go. <laughs> I got. I, yeah, I, I got a thing. I got a phone call." It is like I, you. I, you, you would be stuff terrible in a zombie apocalypse, bro. I just. I would be so or, scared. Or you'd be great. I would be so isolated. I mean, I would take my family and would move somewhere. We wouldn't trust anybody. And we would kill anybody on site because <laughs> you can't trust anybody in zombie apocalypse. I'm sorry. Like, obviously, I would be able to trust you to an extent until you start acting like, yeah, bro. You know, like you, you're looking kind of good lately. Like, I'm, I'm kind of hungry, and it's like, uh, if you die, can I eat your leg or whatever? And then it's like, I don't trust you. But for the most part, it's like you only have your friends, and then certain friends, and it's like you only have them so far. And then it's like, at some point, you just got to cut your losses. You take your isolated family and you run, and you just don't trust anybody else yeah that's how you survive the zombie apocalypse mm, i don't know about that you wait a couple of years and then you start no actually you can't you can't trust anybody <laughs> again so it's full on full-blown like it's us and nobody us and nobody exactly yeah it's fine rick had the idea i think at some point in, in that series i didn't finish it <laughs> did you i did you finish you finished love death and robots didn't you? yes it was really good Super bummed. There was only like eight episodes. There's no, I mean, it was like you said, they are expensive to make, but yeah, yeah still, but shit, the first season was sixteen. Yeah, the they definitely like maybe it was COVID related. They didn't get doo doo as many or whatever. Doo-doo? But doo doo doo. Okay, you don't have to point out every time I make a mistake. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't talk today. But no, there, I mean, we know that there's a third volume coming. So yeah, I mean it's really good though. I love it. I I, I love the one where uh, I guess it was like the because 
you and I were talking about it, the first volume it would play in random order. It orders. was randomly generated based so on So there weren't like, like episode history. titles. Yeah. yeah. So what was the first one you got to watch the second volume? Uh it was the the one with the the robot vacuum cleaner. Yeah, that one's fine as well. It was yeah. I I love that one. That was pretty good. I, the animation was okay. Like It was different art style for sure. I didn't really love it. But <laughs> yeah. the second episode was dope. What was it? What that was, was the one where the, you have the the cop and you have like the oh where yeah, everyone lives forever right. that yeah. lives in the high rise and then the slums. I don't think you can really spoil this, can you? Because it's like I mean, I'm not I'm I'm going to talk about like what, it, but basically like he his job is to exterminate children because they're not allowed to have because any kids. that was not, the thing. It's like they give if they have if immortality, you have mortality, you can't have yeah. kids, and so like it's this whole and thing. Judging by the uh, and it's Nolan, it's Nolan North, which is the guy who plays Nathan Drake. So like I, thought I he looked a little bit familiar. Sounded sounded familiar. He looked a little bit no, familiar. Like, they modeled his character. Um, and then there was the one <laughs> where um, there's the one with Michael B. Jordan was kind of cool. I think it was the last one. I, no, the last that one, one was I, really cool. I thought that was that was probably one of my favorites. It, it was very samey to the vacuum cleaner though. It was like yeah, we get it. Robots are gonna uprise. I get it. Well, I think that was more like it was a malfunction. It was, yeah, it was a malfunction persevering and yeah, but like when the, like steps on his hands and like oh his, man, I felt I was that. like oh, oh gosh, it's so brutal because like that one had weird animation where it was like real and then like, there were, I thought that was like I was like wait a second guys it's supposed to be animation well there was here. there was the, the one in season one where the people that live in the uh, the freezer. That was yeah, that, that but was, that was like they still had animations, but yeah, it was but like still yeah. Um, there was another one. I'll, the uh, the tra- you liked the you liked you told me you liked the uh, desert uh, and snow. Dude, snow that one was bad. The, the bounty hunter was bad. Was so ass. cool. Yeah, oh, that, that was, was really good. so fucking cool. That was that might be my favorite one. It was so cool. Definitely check it out though, because it's, uh, it's season one. If you've never watched Love, Death, and Robots, like it's you don't even have to like anime. You don't have to like. It's great. It's just it's got There's something a lot for everybody. Really- the the Love, Death, and Robots. The one I I watched I got first again was uh, the. Which one did I tell you to watch? The three robots. You told me to watch the Sunny's Revenge. Sunny's, Sunny's Revenge. That's the best one. It's very brutal. That it's, one's it's the so best. It's so good, though, yeah. It's like real-life Pokemon, but then like cyberpunk and like weird it's shit. It's very cool. Um, I got The three robots one is my favorite. Like, yeah, that's the one, one I got first. It was hilarious as shit. Like, like they're talking about the cat, and they're like, it looks like they have a thing called exploding kittens. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> it's just like the robot's freaking out because you think it's going to explode on Yeah. So good. What oh, else have you been watching? That's pretty much it at the moment. Yeah. I, mean, I went back and watched. I went and watched it, and then I feel like there was something else, but I lost it. I, I watched. Know. I finally started Mythic Quest. Yeah, how is it? Have you watched a new season? I've watched bits and pieces of the first season. I haven't gotten to the second season. So you yet. didn't finish the first. I season. didn't finish the first season. I don't think. I like it. I mean, it's because I got a year of Apple TV for free. Mm-hmm. I ha- I'm watching on my phone at night, so I'll watch like one or two episodes. Uh, I'm maybe like halfway through the first season, and the second season just came out, so like that's something I can binge or whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's the same sort of humor as Always Sunny, but not as kind of modernized. I feel it's like. not as depraved. Definitely not. Like that's that's the. It's. I mean, if you love video games and 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 the accuracy of kind of like that's sort of probably how a lot of. He does a really good job as a game dev, or like yeah. a dev, uh, like a, a what is it? creative what is director, a creative director, like which is like the ultimate job, right? Yeah, that would be <laughs> that would be the best job to have, or the worst job to have, I guess. I guess if you just ask him, you're the one who makes all the decisions, so it all is hindered on whether or not you are a success or a failure, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I like it, and it's got some people that you would know. Um, I just got to an episode where uh, John DiMaggio is uh, the who's John DiMaggio? Bender. 
Marcus Phoenix. Oh, got you. Okay, yeah, he yeah, plays yeah. his act like his him like as an actor, not as a voice actor. He's like in there, and then um, he plays the robot. You know the the um, the short haired girl who was a te- uh, she was a t- a tester. Yeah, she's Aloy. I did not know that. Yeah, she's okay. Ashley Birch, I believe. So like they have a lot of like actual video game voice actors that are playing actual Which makes kind of sense, right? Because you're doing that kind of, and they yeah, but already I mean, kind of understand. And they've got um, they got that the the guy from Communities in there, obviously. Cricket's in there. Yeah, Cricket's in there. So, he's still so good at it though. Um, I like Sue. She's the basement. Yeah. Oh, it, <laughs> she's got like a a really keep, thick Minnesota <laughs> accent. But, she's uh, the one everybody keeps going to, right? For the problems or whatever. And no, that's like, HR at the beginning. Gosh, Sue, Sue is uh, she is the community manager. She gets all the hate mail. That's right, and, and she's she, like, and she's super, like, she's you way, think she's way too positive, way too nice. Yeah, but, but like, it's if you have Apple, you should watch it. I mean, it's give it a try. You it's know, great. it's it's Rob, it's it's Rob McElhaney. Yeah, and, and Charlie Day, but Charlie Day's not in it. He, I don't think. Yeah, I think he he's kind of like. Yeah, he's speaking definitely, of. Uh, they just posted on their Instagram. They're starting, they're starting fifteen, oh God, I'm so baby. Excited, man. So I will good. say this. I will be very disappointed if Ryan Reynolds is not in this new season. You think that he has to be right? At some I mean, point. him and Rob own a fucking soccer team, and they own vodka company together. Yes, like they're, they're partners in the vodka company. So ima- I imagine it's going to be. It could be honestly just like one episode where he plugs his be, vodka and it's like that's because bro, that's a running joke. It's bro, a, it's like he could be a fucking vodka salesman coming into the bar. I don't think you overdo it though and just have him. I definitely think it's like one Ryan of those, Reynolds can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I don't feel like let he him come in and be it. a fucking douchebag. Like he just come, like let him literally but walk like, into give the him a one episode thing. I'm t- what I'm saying is like I don't think he needs to be like uh, yeah, yeah uh, recurring the, the, the office chick who came in. I don't mean to apologize. I mean, I, don't, I forgot her name or whatever, but she did like. Was she only in one episode, or did she do like do two or I three? Know. I don't know what you're talking about. The season four, the like, office chick, like the oh my gosh, I forgot her name. In Sunny, yes, or in the office? No, in Sunny, it's like I forgot her the actress's name. She's she's the tan lady in the beginning of season fourteen. That takes basically takes you got you know this. Oh, okay, I know you're talking okay, about. Yeah, okay, I like she, she was she, in the office. Yeah, she was that she was the, yeah, that was where she got like her start or whatever. Yeah, she wrote the episode. Yeah, was she only in one episode or was it two? Uh I don't know, I remember. I feel like it was only one. It was one or two. I don't know. Mindy Kaling was like one episode. Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling. There we go. She's a great actress too, by the way. Yeah. But uh I think she wrote she wrote an episode or something like that. She did good. But like I just feel like he could be in, like come in and he don't even have to like speak. Like he just show like shows up and just kind of like <laughs> walks into the bar or something and is just like Looks at him and like leaves. Like that's literally all you need. Yeah, I mean he definitely has to make an appearance. Like you know, as fr- as I- I'm assuming they're friends. I don't know. They could probably hate. They each own other, a bro. fucking soccer team together. It's so good. They so, probably did it for content, didn't they? Like as there's like, a new show on the FX about it, about what it's like. Imagine Wrexham. I think they own Wrexham or something like that. Imagine, right? Imagine you just you imagine you're, you're being on a successful. soccer team. You're you're on a soccer team and it gets bought out by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney and like it's, it's just the for fourth a TV show. fourth oldest soccer t- team in the world. They've been around for like <laughs> 300 years or however long soccer's been around. I don't know. I'm sure somebody will some soccer hooligan will be like, "You motherfucker, it's football." Yeah, and it's been I around mean, since 1632. I don't know if they all talk like that, but <laughs> I feel like. Uh, sure, why not? I don't think it's very offensive. I don't think. I so. mean, is it a stereotype that a soccer hooligan has to be drunk? 
I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't know much about soccer lore and and soccer fanship or a football. Hooligan. We've got one. We've got two soccer friends, right? And it's, it's Jim Jim uh, Jim Plum, yeah, and Nick Poe, and that's like the only two soccer. Is Nick a soccer fan? Though? He's a yeah. He's a diehard fan. He said he's a soccer fan only every four years. No, he's a diehard fan. He loves soccer. Yeah. Does anyone love soccer though? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, like countries <laughs> all over the country, all over the whole globe that love like listen, soccer. Football is more popular than baseball was in America. So listen, and it's more widely known. Football, football, yeah, so football, not football, football, not football, football. They play it everywhere, right? It's the football, kid. American football. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, as I was saying, I've been in a fucking weird ass. Yeah, movie, how's man. the funk been going, bro? Man, I don't know. Like, I was just in a fucking awful mood yesterday <laughs> i think it's our age i keep coughing i'm sorry everybody okay? I, have a, I have a congestion and I, I you say it's age but i don't listen i don't know how to really start this diatribe but like i feel like this is something that's extremely relatable to everybody like obviously you know we all have jobs <laughs> i thought you could just stop coughing whenever you wanted to you just I mean, said, you said that yeah. you're like oh, i could hold just hold it. it in and not cough yeah let me hold it, hold it. <laughs> like <sighs> I'm trying to see where I want to go with this and how I want this conversation to go. But it's like, you know, all I ever wanted really was to have a job that paid the bills and gave me like some frivolous free spending money. Right. Like I was able to live comfortably because that, that became a dream or that became a goal or an aspiration for me because of how I grew up. I grew up, Fairly, I would say high, low class, right? You were top tier, low class. Yeah, probably. I mean, I never went without anything, but I also grew up mostly in a in a in a single parent home. I mean, I don't shit anybody that lives in a trailer park, but when you when you say, "Well, I grew up in a trailer park," that is equated to like not well. There's already a negative connotation, right? Attached to and it, so, yeah. like, that's kind of how it was, right? And so. I didn't have a lot. What I had, I appreciated, but I never went without anything. But I also saw the struggle that, you know, my dad as a single parent kind of portrayed and, and stuff like that. And so that was one of those things where I'm like, okay, so whatever I do with my life, whatever that ends up being, I don't want that struggle. I don't. I don't want okay, to yeah. live that life. Because I've seen it, and I've seen how hard it is, and I've seen the the kind of depression that's not diagnosed as depression, but you just see this like sort of disappointment and how things have turned out for you, sort of thing. And it's just like that's that's hard to deal with. And you know, I've always kind of said that I am, I've always been older than my age, right? Because I had to be, and so. Like with the, you're, I was thinking about this today. You are the youngest person. You're my youngest friend. Nice. Every one of my friends is older than me. Yeah, I'm a baby. So what, what am I gonna say? You know, I'm actually like just a, a five year old child. Right. Yeah. But I, I'm really um, uh, well spoken. But I've always. It's funny though because like Zach, you know, is five six years older than me. My my buddy John is eight years older than me. So like every all of my friends have always been older. So I always kind of gravitate towards the older people because I've always thought of myself older than my age represents. Mm. And I don't know what the whole point of this was, but so like you know, I've just been in this weird mood, 
and it it happens. Like you get sometimes, you know, you know me. I'm a pretty mentally stable person. Like I don't, I don't really struggle with mental health. Yeah, you keep looking at something. Don't worry about it. What are you looking at? Don't worry about it. We're what are you looking drive. at? I'm looking at the, the 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 router trim on the around the top of your. Desk. Oh, that you did. Okay. Yeah. Well, stop. Okay. You're distracting me. I apologize. Me... <laughs> okay. just, uh, um, producer, just edit that out. It's... Yeah. If we had one of those. <laughs> so I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, so what was I talking about? I'm talking about how your friends are old. Oh yeah. So I've always no, but I'm saying I was like <laughs> I just insulted all your friends. Or it's like oh yeah, they're all old people. They're probably gonna die soon. So it's you know okay. So I don't know what I'm saying. So like, I'm you know I'm we're big advocates of like you know mental health and like you know being mentally clear and doing what you can to get on that good headspace. But you know that's not to say that you can't get inside your own head sometimes, right? And so the struggle that I've had the past couple of days is more about like not my job per se. It's that I I'm, I'm burnt out. You got the lack of fulfillment going. That's what it, yes. And that, that's kind of like where I wanted to head this, like steer this conversation. I don't know what the fulfillment is supposed to be. Like I love my life. Mm -hmm. It is fantastic. Yeah the my wife my child you know i have a complete family something i did not have growing up mm -hmm. and so like i cherish every moment like no joke like legitimately like it was telling you like i make it a point to where like i'm not gonna miss a soccer game i'm not gonna miss you know a dance recital like you, you should see me when when she was taking dance when she was two years old Bro, I didn't give a fuck about dance, and I'm in here with I'm in a and I'm in a waiting room with a bunch of fucking dance moms and like literally living up to the stereotype. Yeah, but my daughter enjoyed it, and she liked doing it, and so like you're gonna be there for your kid. Yeah, I was there for my sure, kid, yeah. and so like that's I all that like you know I have the money to be able to to do things. I can buy PS5, Xbox. I can build a PC. I can you know all my bills are paid. I can go on trips. I can do all these things, but. I'm talking like strictly in, in this headspace in this weird headspace I've been in is strictly things pertaining to a career or a job because are we obligated as people to get anything out of our job other than a paycheck? At the end of the day, we work, we work to get paid, right? Like that's, yeah. that's, that's literally the only transaction we have, right? As long as we're being paid, now you can get into the argument, well, I'm not being paid enough, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. Like, Just boiling, boiling it down to its to the simplest transaction. Yeah. You perform work, you are paid for work, right? Yeah, and that is ultimately all it's yeah. supposed to be. Right? Yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day. But at the, at the, if you're looking at it from our perspective, yeah, it's definitely so. But we live in a society... I'm just gonna leave it there, right? Because that's a joker joke. We live in a society, anyway. So, but we live we live in a in a society where we are told our our age group specifically we're told do what do what you love. Yeah, follow your dreams, which is a bunch of horseshit. Well, yeah, I mean it is. You can follow honest. your dreams and be successful, but you know. I don't want to harp too much on the education system because it's like, what do you, what fucking 16 year old, 17 year old knows what they want to do? Like, it's a huge decision. Yeah. It's a life altering decision. Yeah. And like, go, if you go back to that and it's like, okay, well, you know, I went to college as, as a necessity. Mm -hmm. 
because I wanted to. I wanted to go to college also because it's like I needed to, right? But it was also like there no. Was something that like our parents told us: if you don't go to college, you're not. Gonna I be never. Able to, I was never told that. I was told that all the time. Where it's like hey, you need to go to college so that way you can get a degree and you can find a better paying job or whatever. It's like yeah. I mean, that was the thing. It's like if you want to go to college, like I I suggest like you go to college so you don't have to struggle and you don't have to work this fucking bullshit job and yada yada yada. But again, there's more options than just college, is what I'm saying though. Like, we, like back in my, I day. was fed a lie. And okay. I'm not going to say that anybody else wasn't. And I'm not blaming anyone. I'm, this is not me being sour grapes. This is just me talking and me just basically venting. Yeah. I was told a lie about college. I don't know what I don't know what I expected, but what I got was not what I expected. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'm not a party person. I was never going to go to fucking frat parties and do all this bullshit and drink and like, you know, this you know, mate, like random sex and all that shit. Like that was never my thing. I don't know where they were giving that out. Like all <laughs> well, the, that mean, experience. I shouldn't say giving out the sex, but giving out, the, giving yeah. out those experiences. I mean, you see shit and like, yeah. you know, like, you know, you, the movies that you see is like, Oh, college parties, you know, fucking partying and drinking. And yeah. like, that was never going to be my scene. So I don't know what my expectation was going in. I just know that what I received was not the expectation I had, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm in school and I, 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 I have classes that I like, but I never found my way in school. Right. I never, yeah, I, I got a degree because I needed a degree. And so I went with you like get a degree in by the way? business management. That's right. You told me that before. And yeah. so, it's like, am I using my degree? No. But, you know. You manage your prisons pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I finished college and then there's that struggle when you get out of college. It's like, okay, well, I'll just take whatever job I can because I've got this fucking debt to repay and, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, but I've never, I've never utilized my full skill set and I've never been used to the fullest potential in any job I've ever had. And so, the job that I have now, I should clarify, is great. I get paid more money than I've ever been paid to do the least amount of work that I've ever done. We're in the same boat there. But, which ultimately goes back to my original question, like, what is there to be unhappy about? I'm not unhappy. Yeah, and that was like what I was saying the whole time we were like talking about it back and forth earlier today. It's like... I I was like, we gotta stop talking about this so we can talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's like it's definitely from like an outsider's perspective like if you looked at it one way or the other you, people would be like oh well yeah you don't have anything to be upset about but it's like you know yes. you don't have anything to be unhappy about but at the same time it's but like it's, i'm talking specifically with a job not family stuff yeah because i wouldn't change anything as far as the family stuff is concerned but on the flip side of that you know let's say i have a super fucking fulfilling job whatever the fulfillment is but i'm working 60 75 80 hours a week and i'm missing shit yeah, I'm missing soccer games. I'm missing dance recitals. I'm missing gatherings, and like that's the thing. Like that's the balance, you know. W- w- which is, I guess, ultimately more important. Obviously, it's family's more important. But for something that you do for a third of your life and a third of your day, which is work, just think about the day. It's like eight hours a day. You've got to. Yeah. There has to be some something there, and it's not like, again, like I. This sounds also like, oh man, you. I'm not ungrateful. Like I, you guys, no one has any idea how grateful I am for the job that I have because of when I got it and the fucking world fell apart 
and I was able to keep that and work from home. I, I like my job. Yeah, hundred percent. I like I like the job. I don't like the job. Does that make sense? Yes. Like I like the job of what I do. You're grateful who I work for having for. the job is. But like, as far as what I do, I don't tell people what I do because I'm not. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Ultimately, like, and that you know, and that's another thing that we were talking about as far as something that I have always. I was not a good student. I'm I'm a fairly smart person. Like I I, th- I think, I, pretty, I think, I think I'm a smart. I think, person. I think you're very smart. And but if you looked at my college, it looked at it through the prism of college, like I wasn't a smart person. I, I didn't fail, but I was nothing more than average. I, C's I, get degrees, baby. Th- and that's what it was because yeah. I did enough to pass. Yeah, that's all you need. Because anymore. I could never convince myself, and I I struggle with this now in my job now. I cannot fake giving a shit about something. I cannot convince myself that what I need is important. Just, what you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just not realized. Like, yeah, because there are times when I'm talking about like aliens or whatnot. No, no, no that's like, different. No, but I mean, like, it's it's not, and I'm not being like you know hating on you or whatever. There are times where it's like I'm going on about like some random alien bullshit. Yeah, like, but that's different. Clearly, I find that interesting. Yeah. Like you know, because that's a wholly different. I'm just talking like in terms of like a job. As far as what, and I, I know, I feel like this is extremely relatable to anybody listening to this because I know that there are people who are like, yeah, it's just a job for me. And that's what it is. It's it's a means to an end. And I think it's ultimately because I don't have a career. I don't. I just have a job. Yeah. And is it wrong for me to want more? Is, I mean, is that, that's, it, honestly, that, it's human nature to want more. Yeah. And that, to honestly, never be satisfied because if you become satisfied, you become complacent. Yeah. And if you become complacent, then you become stale, then you become depressed, then this is like a whole slippery like, slope. Do you des- do you? Uh, what was it's the not deserve. Asked? I would think that it Aspire. definitely depends on who you ask, like in what generation they're from. Because one generation sure. will tell you, you know, you should just be happy with what you have. But you why? Know, you know, it, well, that was like that. That to me, like the generation of you know who I'm talking about, it's like they grew up. And it was like, that was, you know, you, you you picked yourself up by the bootstraps. You went and worked four jobs, and that was just the way life was. You know, there was no, there was nobody to a- a- ask the questions. Yeah, or, but they could literally go outside questions. and pick a job off a job tree and get it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like that generation didn't, I, I don't want to say didn't have any There's a philosophical like, difference between generations, yes. Yeah, and because it's like our, our generation is kind of one of those where it's like, we're now we're asking questions like, you know, what are we really like we give our whole lives to these corporations and what do they give us in return money like, money but it's like because that's all they're obligated yeah. to give us i guess and, so. and that's ultimately it's like it depends you know because you know our parents generation they give us money to give back to them is essentially <laughs> yeah. what it is our parents generation I, I don't want to classify them and say that they didn't care about families because they did but families because that's why they were working all the time. But it families like, weren't the number one priority. Working was the number one priority to provide for your family. Yeah, because if you didn't work, ours, our, our, we're pirates. Our philosophy as a generation is that we value our free time and we value what we do outside of work more than we value work. Most there, there are some people who love to work, like, and that's and that, it's there. loving to work is not the same as loving work, right? Like you love to work. I love to do landscape. You love to be busy. Yeah, I love to be but busy. But you don't love work. I don't you know. like being busy. So that's there's there's a difference, and it's all about you know. The, it's really being, weird. Uh, it's it depends on what the work is, definitely. So. Right, and so again, this is not me being ungrateful because I, I I am very grateful, and I I don't I don't know what it is 
that I'm seeking. And I like, cause I don't know if it's, I'm very good at being by myself. I, you know, I'm very good at that. And so like this working from home, none of that has, it's probably, honestly, it's probably helped my mental state more than anything. Not that I was like mentally unstable. Cause I'm, I'm a very like headstrong. I'm a very headstrong person. And I don't like literally, I don't like, I don't let things get to me. Or if I do, you don't know they are. Sometimes I fly off the handles just because it's like, okay, well, whatever. But like, you get that every now and if then. You you know, knew, you're allowed that. You would not know if something was bothering me. Like, like mentally bothering me. You would know if I was like pissed off, but you would not know if something was like, if I had the weight of the world on my shoulders, you would never know because I, I don't. You I, let me know, bro. I'll be. Oh, yeah, you. sure. But I'm just saying. I'll be that other person I don't, holding up the world. Like, you sitting here and, you know, I'm at work and I'm doing this and, like, you know, I'm doing my, I'm doing my stuff and. I just, it's just like, what am I doing? Like, ultimately, what I do doesn't matter. And yeah. I think that's, I, I think it's because, you know, you and I, we talked about, it, like, we're, we're both sort of creative people, but we have different ways of being creative and, and, and expelling it into a different outlet. Like, yeah, we have this podcast, but like, this podcast is creative. But it's not creative because this is literally the same shit that you and I would talk about. We just put a microphone in front of. Yeah, it. very. The only creative low thing effort, that I guess is what you would consider it. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is like I've always always found you interesting, so it's like, well, let's just record it so everyone else can do it. And so, I, I my creativity is like bursting at the seams. I don't like it. It's a no, you know. It's like a like yeah. You, no, I get. It. I get what you're saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's like you want to create something. You want to do something, and I have all this creative fluid inside of you, and you just want to get it out. And I don't. Somehow. Yeah, I don't yeah, know I what don't, to do. Yeah. Like ultimately, if like you said, here is a pile of money. Do with it what you will, but you have to do something. You can't just take the money. Write a story. Build a build a fucking bridge. Just whatever. Build like, a bear. <laughs> like you know. Ultimately, I'm probably gonna write something. I've all I've got tons and tons and tons of stuff on my phone that I've written in. It's like I have some stuff that's like very fleshed out, stuff that's like I could finish it right now and like it could be ready. Yeah. And we live in a we live in a world where it has never been easier to pitch something. It's never been easier to create something, but because of that, that makes it that much harder to do something. So it's like I have this thing. Let's just say I have this thing and it's done and it's ready to go. Okay, so what do I do with it, right? Yeah. And so it's like, well, I think it's a great idea. You've seen it. You think it's a great idea. Everyone I've told about it thinks it's a great idea. Okay, so what do I do with it? <laughs> like, you, it's like you're you're walking around this this huge like golden trophy. And you're like, <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Everybody else is like, it's a cool trophy though, bro. That's a cool trophy. Exactly. Uh, it's a cool yeah. trophy. And they walk away, and it's like you're still stuck with it. it's like this. Trophy. It's like so, so I've done this thing, and like ultimate like it's great you know sure it could be refined and i'm sure there's all sorts of things of that of that manner but like i don't know what the ultimate goal is like i don't i, I don't know so i'm like i've been in this headspace for like three days that i can't I can't shake i can't and i'm not like depressed yeah it's just like i wake up in the morning i get my coffee i come upstairs and it's like the same routine that I'm thankful for, and that's and that's the that's the battle, right? Like you don't want to, because it's like then you get in the head. Like once you're in that headspace, it becomes because you like, don't want to seem ungrateful. You're constantly beating yourself up, and it's like, well, am I just being ungrateful? You know, do I should I just you know suck it up and and move wait until this phase passes, or it's like and it will. Do I, need, do I need to like look at it and and soul search some and see what I really want to do? And then but then 
I think it all comes down to it's harder. It's it's yeah. You can sit here and say like, oh, I, I think I need to do some soul searching, follow my dreams. But then it's like, okay, I don't well, have if any I do dreams. that, if I do that, then it's if I say I want to, you know, open a uh, open a food truck. Um, well, now I need a bunch of capital, you know, and I can't leave my family without a pay, like you know, because I'm half sure. of my family's paycheck. You know, right. it's like maybe that's what it is. I don't have any dreams. You might need to do some dream searching, bro. I mean, like, what do you? you I have aspirations of like see what you what what Alex wants. Yeah, I mean, I I would have. I have the family. You've got the. You've got. Well, that was the thing. It's like okay, you've got the big dick. You've got the family. (laughs) You've got you've got all these good things, but it's like, what does Alex want for career? Right, and it's that's ultimately like I never had any direction, and I never had anyone to guide me not to say that i should i'm not asking i'm not this is not a woe is me this is just how it is like i never i was you know i I moved away and because i was like okay i've got to get away from home like i need a new fresh start not that my home life was bad it's just i needed to be i need to be on my own yeah and i go to a fucking town that like i didn't know a fucking soul that's so weird and then that's weird right yeah because I'm literally on my own. I don't have like, well, you know, my dad's here. Like I didn't have that, you know? And so I just went to school because it was like, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, okay. You go to class and then you do this and then eventually you get a job. You move out. Like I did all the things I'm supposed to do, but never came across like that moment where it's like, you know what? This could be like, this could be a direction. My concern about two and a half years into college was I've got to fucking get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Like I, I get this degree and get the fuck out of here. I don't I like, and that, and that again, because I didn't have the person pushing me being like, yeah, this is, and also that's not how I learn. I'm not, I'm not a book reader. Like give me hands on, like let's fucking do something. And you know, the, uh, my whole issues with education and how tests and yada, 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 not, not important in the story, but I think, you know, you, say you haven't found your passion yet. Well, I, I have plenty of passions is the thing. I have yeah. plenty of passions. But I can't make any money doing any of them because most of my passions are things that are hobbies, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah, sure, I could write, and I, I'm a pretty good writer by my own standards. I mean, from people that have read stuff and, my, like, I've pitched stuff. and like, yeah, this is great. Let's flourish it out. But, like, it's not – It's very it, writing is weird because you can't just, like, write. You've got to be in a mood to write. Right. And it has to be like one of those things yeah. that just like hits you. My favorite, my favorite class in college was writing. Like I've told this story before where I, I, I got in like way into this writing class and like I had a dream one time, woke up in the middle of the night and fucking wrote, <coughs> like wrote yeah, and wrote this like fairly detailed, like eight, nine chapters of a story. Right. And gave it to my professor and she was like, this is actually really good. Right. So that sets me already. I'm fucking 19 years old. And you're like, Oh my God, this like, is this professor bullshitting me? And she's like, no, like this is, she's like, you need some refinement and you got to do this, 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 and this. But she's like, I, I know a pub, a self publisher where you would pay for the book to be published and you, you sell it at whatever you want. So I'm like, Oh shit. Like, yeah. like I'm a fucking phenom here. I'm a 19 year old phenom writer. This guy's a genius. So, so then I, him up for a so book then deal. as luck would have it, my fucking laptop hard drive crashes, wipes everything that I have. 
Bro, the Osborne curse goes back that far. Uh, bro, the Osborne curse goes way back. Oh my god! So like, I, I I can tell you the story. I know bits and pieces of it, and I tried to rewrite it, but it wasn't the same. And then I lost all desire to do it because like that's oh a huge god. gut punch. Okay, right? not to go on a diatribe here, yeah. but could you imagine? Please, right? I've talked for a lot. Could you imagine? Right, there's somebody that you came across in your past. Right, you have no idea at what point you came across this person, but. From the moment that you crossed them, they made it their life's goal to just when they get Fuck to the me? point where they is time travel, they they go back to your time your, to your timeline to where they fuck with it enough your timeline yeah. that it just they do small changes that won't completely destroy the timeline and cause like a paradigm or whatever. Okay, but just enough to inconvenience you for the rest of your life. But why? You did something to him, bro. I don't know. We, I honestly think our Halloween episode this year needs to be like, we need to find somebody to dehex you. Because it's just like, that's just insane level stuff where it's like, it's, yeah. You imagine, like that, imagine your hard drive doesn't crash. You go to this publisher, he's like, this is a good ass book. Yeah. He publishes it. You're the next JK Rowling without all the bigotry. Uh, maybe not a great example. You're the next to George Stephen R. R. Martin. King. Stephen King. That's probably a better example. You're the next <laughs> Stephen King. All right. He's like, okay, you give me another nine of these. Out. But then you think about it and it's like, what if it was you that went back in time to sabotage your own life because you don't see your, your small picture. You don't see how that affects, but you break that out. You became a famous writer. You never met Christina. Uh, you never had Zoe. Your life, you know, you're sure you're great. You're like Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man. You're having a great time. You're partying up. You're doing a bunch of drugs. You're doing a bunch of drinking. Um, but you never find yourself in life. And then you, he doesn't want that for you. And he's been through that life. So he goes back in time. <laughs> you lose this booking deal. You, and he's all these little minor inconveniences <laughs> that he's directed your life towards being in a room stuck with me talking back and forth yeah, on maybe. a microphone. But I just... I, I I don't know. Like that's the thing is like, wh- where am I? What am I doing ultimately? Like, what am I doing? Where are we going? You know. And like I just I, I hate the way it sounds because it sounds like I'm ungrateful and I'm 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 truly not. This is just me talking into a microphone. Just speaking. I do feel like it's relatable though because I feel like I'm just speaking out into an existence because it's like, you know, everyone everyone thinks that they're fucking smart. Everyone thinks that they have like this grandiose idea. It's like, oh, well, I can do this, right? I mean, I (laughs) know that I'm stupid. No, everyone's like, oh, well, this is a better idea than what this person did, right? And it's like, okay, well, then do that. Put your money where your mouth is and do that kind of thing, right? But it's like, I don't know if it... I don't know if it's like a something I need that is a tangible... Not tangible. Tangible is the wrong word, but it's the one I keep gravitating towards. I don't know if I need something that's tangible that's like, you know, 30 years from now, Zoe can be like, my dad did this. Obviously, like, she's going to look back and be like, you know, my dad was always there. We had a great family, all this, that, and the other. But it's like, the question always comes up, and it's... It could be a society thing where we put too much emphasis on, like, what someone does for a living, you know? Because it's like, when you meet somebody new, it's all the the first question is like, hey, how are you? What's your name? Yada, yada, yada. But, like, when you're meeting strangers, at least in my experience, it's always, so, like, so what do you do? And it's like, I don't know how to answer that question because I don't want my job to define who I am. Like, you do accounting. Are you an accountant? No, I'm not. Exactly. I always always preface it by, like, I'm a very bad accountant. <laughs> just, I, I know what I'm doing in right. my job. So like, but I cannot do your taxes. I'm very bad at it. 
So, and it's like when you work in retail, you know, when I worked at Hobby Lobby, it's like, oh, I work at Hobby Lobby. Like, literally, there's already this judgment when you tell people you work at Hobby Lobby, right? They're just like, oh, okay, so you work there. Like, you know, or if you're around here, that's like, oh, it's such a good company. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, no, don't worry. I, I'm, I'm a Satanist. I <laughs> right? What they do is like them. You know, we do our own thing, you know. But, like, I, I don't know, <laughs> man. a diversity hire, you know. It's yeah. Like, they saw <laughs> yeah. me. They were like, oh. It's well, it's so funny, on your bro. Resume, so you know the local like super Christian college that's here, right? <sighs> it's close to your house, Temple Baptist. Never even realized that it's close to my house, but sure, it's very close to your house. It's very close to my old house. Anyway, so Temple Baptist College, I think, and they have the Temple Baptist Church. Um, when I first started working at Hobby Lobby, I had you know I've got this beard. So people are already, oh my God. people assume I'm some sort of Mennonite. And yeah. like my first day, you know, Virginia shouts out Virginia. You look good in this shirt. That's where I met her. And so like the first day she thought she's like, so, cause most of the people that work there went to crown. Yeah. I said temple. It's crown college. Sorry. Okay. That's adjacent to temple. So let me correct myself. Temple Baptist church is connected to crown college. Crown college is a religious college. People go to be like, preachers and whatever i know people people listen to this podcast went there so you know shout out so it was assumed that i went to crown yeah because of my looks and then virginia's like so do you go to crown and i said fuck no <laughs> like fuck no like I, <laughs> the first day you roll literally the first day <laughs> like it's like you go to crown fuck no like i had to made it made it perfectly clear that you know i don't know what the whole point of the story was but, it's a good story, though. but like just your first day, you roll up in like a horse and buggy, <laughs> just like just play into the. And the yeah, truck. I've had to deal with that for fucking. Hey, where's your horse and buggy there? Caleb Yoder, how you doing there, bud? And it's just like really. <laughs> Picture shorties. Like, could you imagine show. people like gave Abraham Lincoln shit because he had a fucking chin strap beard? Bro, and he, he, and he, that and he wore that fucking top hat. The tall hat, bro. <laughs> I just I can't. This imagine is how him, everybody dressed back then. I can imagine him picking that a hat, and his wife was like. You really gonna wear Martha? the tall, the tall hat? Martha? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Martha. You really no. gonna wear the tall hat? No, that's He's not like, right. Yes, it makes me look good, Martha. I assume that's how he talks. I don't think it's Martha. No he had idea. two. I know he had two wives. I did a whole bi- biography on him one time. Oh man, um, you know I did like me and my dad. We worked on a, a I think it was a freshman in high school, maybe mm-hmm. eighth grade, but we worked on a, a book together, and it was a it was like first social studies. I think is mm-hmm. what it was for. Or did you like a book report? Yeah, it was like a book report, and we chose to do it on like historical serial killers it was pretty tight i i'm not surprised we we mine was on the pages so that it looked like skin i think so it was pretty dope it was pretty <laughs> sick. i don't awesome. know where it went but that was it uh probably, probably got confiscated <laughs> and there was a lot of like i don't i'm probably it's mentally a, blocking it's a, a lot necronomicon of what is what it, like holy shit he's trying to resurrect the devil <laughs> um but i guess going back to the whole thing like that's just been in this weird like I, don't know, I think it's very relatable. You're in a weird fog, like, you know. Fuck. It's like everybody gets to that point where they, they, it's they don't know what they want in life, and it's like, you know, what am I doing as far as this career? Goes? I don't think and, it's an age thing because I'm still fairly young. So it's, I think it's just that like my job and slash my career has no direction. Yeah, and, and but also on the, on the flip side of that, I'm not willing to like go back to school. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not willing to do it. So, like, am I pigeonholed into like, okay, well, this is this is it. This is and it could be the best it's ever gonna get. And it could be. And it's like, okay, well, if this job is the best it's ever gonna get for me, like, that's fucking terrible. It's sad. 
Well, I mean, like, and I'm not saying that it could be it. Like for that, that's it could be worse. It, it could be that could be it. That's, what, that's driving your 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 mood where it's like you're not. I wouldn't say afraid because you're not afraid of anything. Not. You're a strong man. You're a tough man. Uh, but it's like flexy, that bro. that worry that like well is this truly you know where I'm going to be stuck at for the rest of my life and I, and you don't want that so when like you're in your rebellious nature it's like now you're in a funk because you want to do something else and it's like well but then it's it's again it's that creative energy that's blocked up it's like you got this huge blockage and it's like I need somebody know. to give me fucking money and say write <laughs> me this and I'll be like, yeah. okay bro because that's the thing too like that that is money my ultimate motivation I don't know maybe. Like I, I, I don't value money in the sense that like a lot of people do because I grew up with no money. So I understand the value of a dollar, but I also am very good at managing my own money because I know how to make, I know how to stretch a dollar quote unquote. It sounds like something your parents would say, yeah. but like I, I understand you, you write a check on Thursday and you get the rubber check day and you don't have to worry about it cash. You, you post date it. it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but like I've always been able to manage myself in tight spaces when it comes to money. Like, okay, I've got 20 bucks. I can make this 20 bucks last for three meals. Yeah. Kind of sort of thing. Like, and when I worked in college and I worked for minimum wage, like I had to learn how th- that is like shit you don't learn in school. Like that's real world, real life experience that you, that's an education you can't get in school because they can't teach you. They can teach you how to, you know, checks and balances and bullshit, but they can't teach you how to live. Can't even che- they can't even teach me how to uh, balance a checkbook, whatever the fuck that. Did means. you learn how to balance no, a checkbook I didn't. in high school? My I didn't mom either. always balanced a checkbook. I fucking took economics in high school, and they didn't tell you how to write a check. They didn't. They didn't teach you, I didn't even get home. I'm not, like looking at I would it now. Love to know how to sure. Bake in I high mean, school. I bet you. I bet you. There's fucking people in high school that just graduated that don't know how, that don't even know what a check is. That's about to say they don't, probably don't even know what checkbooks are. And that's not. A, that's not that's a not slight towards fault. them. It's not. It's not a slight towards it. It's like checkbooks are kind of outdated. You know, my my wife uses a checkbook for things like, um, like getting the water turned on and stuff like that because you need something with your address or right. whatever. But I think man, I, it's I just like know. ultimately there's n- I'm not fuck. Like it's just I don't mean to bring anybody down. I told I told you before I was like, I don't think this is gonna be a very funny episode. But it's I think a relatable it's episode. I think it's extremely relatable. And I feel like there's gonna be people who are like, yeah bro, like I, I, I feel start this. the episode by calling everybody down with a smooth talk. Hey, how are you doing today? How are but, you, you doing okay? You know? I mean, it, it'll pass. Like, it'll go through. Like, something will hit, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. And then, like, all my focus and energy is going to go on that. But I think it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's because. I think I might be in the same kind of way because I've been so. Like, we'll like, talk to each other. So and it's bored. just like, bro, I just don't fucking give a shit. Yeah. Not, not with, it's just like, I don't give a shit about what I'm doing, man. Like, I've been I in that don't. same kind of way where at work, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, today I was unmotivated. I still did some stuff and got that, work and done. But that could be too. Like, I'm not motivated. My motivation is to fucking get paid. Yeah. And I had that motivation when I worked in retail and I was miserable. And I'm not miserable now because, again, I'm getting paid more money than I've ever been paid in my entire life to do the least amount of work that I've ever had to do. I like my boss. My boss is chill. My fucking job is chill. I can work from home. I can do this. I can do uh, it. affords me to do all these things that in never in a million years would have ever thought this was possible. But then it boils down to like, okay, so like I get, I could be categorized as saying that I don't have a very good work ethic. But that's not true. It's just like I I have yeah, I have a fantastic work ethic when 100%. I give a fuck. Yeah. But when I don't give a shit, like when I worked in retail, when it's like no matter what I fucking do, no matter how hard I work, because I'm not an ass kisser, 
I'm never going to get the recognition or the or the approval or and I don't you know me I don't seek anyone's approval for anything other than my own. So <laughs> good job, yeah, I know I fucking did. A good yeah, job. I fucking know I did. But it's just like when you <laughs> so when, you, when you're seen. in environments that don't appreciate your hard work, what's the incentive to hard work? Because you're still getting paid the same amount at the end of the day, regardless, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'll, I'll fucking slack off. Okay, whatever. I'll fucking do this because why does it matter? I'm not uh, getting yeah. paid any more to do any more work than the next fucking jabroni who doesn't do anything. So that sure was my it. mindset. Obviously, that maybe is a wrong mindset to have when I was in when I was in retail and stuff. But it was just like, I have a set pay. I'm leaving it fucking this time, and that's it. Yeah, and like that's another thing too. When you talk about like being jobs, like I the job that you know nine not a, a quote unquote nine to five. I work seven thirty to four thirty, and I don't take my work home. When I log out for the day, I'm done. I don't think about work. Work doesn't follow me. And that's great. Yeah, that's great. If you have a career. That's not the case. Typically, you know, your career... Look at Zach. Zach has his own business. He's always working. And he fucking works constantly. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, isn't a bad thing. If he like, if he's enjoying... I, I would say but it becomes a bad thing if it's interrupting... If you feel like it's interrupting There's no personal life. life. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, maybe it's a societal thing. Maybe it's because this country is too dependent on the f- way we operate the workforce. Maybe. I don't even want to get into the whole capitalist discussion because apparently I'm, I'm not even going into capitalism. I'm just saying like you go to other countries, you know, and they, they have four day work weeks. They fucking only work 32 hours a week. They get three weeks of vacation. They get, you know, maternity leave. They get all this like, bullshit. And I'm not saying that like we should or shouldn't. It's just maybe I, I think I'm just burnt the fuck out, dude. I think I've been working almost consistently since I was 16 years old. Yeah, I didn't work my freshman year in college, and I didn't work when I was unemployed. When <laughs> when the job that you and I had, when that place just basically ultimately shut down. Yeah, there's like well, three strap in, buddy, because we've got forty more years of this if we even get to retire this, at seventy. And that's the thing, like it's, it's so depressing when you think about it long term. Like, it really is. I just need to say this again. I'm not unhappy. I'm not. I, I, that's I, that's I don't. I I'm don't not want unhappy or ungrateful for everything. I am so extremely, and I understand. Like too, yeah. I am also a straight white American male, so I understand that my problems are very low in the totem pole for anybody else, and that is perfectly okay too. Yeah, but that doesn't. You can mean, turn this off. But, but like, listen, yeah, if you don't want to hear, <laughs> that doesn't mean that I don't also have problems. Yeah, and I'm that, sure there's like a Pavlovian uh, hierarchy of needs that. You know, yeah, I'm sure we're we and fall on again. Some sort of scale I have like a that, good but. job. I have a great family. I am able to buy bullshit. I'm, my bills are paid. So uh, uh, if you're looking at it through a prism, like I am very, very, very low, fairly at the bottom of the totem pole yeah. as far as like things that are wrong in life. There are much more important things. And just like hey, every day. This is not high priority. If you, I, I get, get it, but I just look at it, you know, you know, I'm not famous. So like this is like a this is this is real life. This is what happens. This is what happens when you work a mundane, you know, eight to five every day. Like this is the bullshit that you don't hear ever talked about on famous podcasts because they don't deal with this shit. Yeah, their creativity and their stifling is because they didn't get paid an additional fifteen million dollars on a fucking movie and bullshit like that. Like mine is like a legit problem. <laughs> yeah, where it's but obviously yeah. again, you know, I don't know, whatever. But you know what isn't a problem this what, week? What's a, not a problem this week? Everybody got a weekly weird. Yes, they did.
Hey guys, this is weird. Reminiscing with my father recently brought back a memory I had growing up. It was a tale of a man who invented a car that runs off of water. I'm not sure if you all remember a similar story, but the memory got me thinking. I'm an adult now. I have access to the world's largest body of information. It's not just for porn. So a few Google searches later, and I stumble upon the story of Stanley Meyer, who is in fact the gentleman who invented a hydro engine. Stanley was a bit of an engineering genius, I think. I'm not sure how to judge that, but the guy had over 200,000 patents that he had applied for. That's an insane number. Some were new inventions and some were modifications of inventions already out there, but the guy knew engineering from what I could tell. But in 1975, during the Arabian oil embargo, an event where Saudi Arabia started limiting its oil supply to America, old Stanley set out to solve this problem. No foreign-based oil was going to hold his country hostage, so he set out to build an engine that runs on something we have an abundance of here in the U.S. Water. And by golly, he had done it. He patented the world's first water-powered car, and this invention would be his downfall. Big Oil wasn't going to let old Stanley get away with clean energy cars, or at least that's what the theory is. This is where things get a little bit interesting. Stanley had been showing off his invention, and like an earlier Elon Musk, he was really generating some hype. Scientists abound were floored by his invention that supposedly he created an engine that did the impossible. It converted tap water into fuel by breaking down the elements and powering the vehicle in the process. Absolutely stoked, Stanley began meeting with investors. But after a couple of months, legal action against Stanley began to pop up. The people investing in Stanley's invention were trying to claim that it was a fraud. That this was something simple like hydrolysis or something scientific about splitting water. I'm not, I, I'm not sure, I, I forgot the term. And it didn't do as he claimed. And one afternoon in 1998, Stanley was having lunch with his brother. He took a sip of his cranberry juice, grabbed his neck, bolted out of the restaurant, vomited, screamed, they poisoned me, and died. After three months of investigating, contrary to his last words, coroners determined his cause of death was cerebral aneurysm. So what do you think? Is this a tale of a man making too many waves? It was reported that his inventions may have garnered unwanted attention. Mysterious buyers, governments, etc., could this be a man paving the way for a cleaner, brighter future, taken out because industries were set to lose everything they profited from? Or could it be a tale of a man who got too far in over his head with promising this grand invention, and an unlucky and poorly timed aneurysm clung to the belief that someone was out to get him? I think the argument could be made for both sides. Industries and governments certainly have enough pull to make something look like an untimely death. Disinformation and smear campaigns against them would cost little in comparison to their wealth. Who knows and who's to say? The only thing that I am certain of is this story is weird. That's right. I could do transitions as well, baby. Let's go. Segways. <laughs> oh, man. I bought good? a Segway just for this. You bought uh, a Segway? Yeah, it's actually oh, up front. Okay. Uh, uh, so this dude... Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I guess I should have probably <laughs> mentioned a little bit. No, like, so <coughs> you have to recap it what got me hurt. thinking about it is that I was literally sitting because I, I think I mentioned it in the weekly weird, but I was literally sitting there talking to my dad and like we had been talking about like big corporate or whatever. And, uh, and how Tony you look good in that shirt. Tony, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we were talking about uh, big corporate and it was just like, I always remembered that story. I don't know if it was him that told me about it, but it was just about a guy who who he got too close to the sun. You know, he he created a car that ran on hydro or water. Yeah, and and they couldn't the big oil couldn't have that, and so they killed him off. And so I was like, you know, I googled it, and yeah, Stanley Meyer was that guy. It was kind of baffling to me that it was an actual story that like and there's so much conspiracy around it because literally the guy just dropped dead, and it's like, did he? That's yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. He's dead for sure. But <laughs> it's like, what? But did, was it and actually what they say it was? Was it murder? Was, yeah, was it murder? It's, it's like because it's one of those things where 
it very easily you could believe one way or the other, you know. So it's that uh, led me to uh, a couple of light research here on things that we like to keep it light. are credited because the, the 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 joke that my dad always told me was that you don't have to be the person that invents it; you just got to be the first person to the patent office. Yeah, which is not untrue for a lot of things. I mean, um, yeah. What? So the telescope mm-hmm. supposedly was invented by Galileo. It was not. It was invented by Hans Lippershe. Um, the iPod supposedly was developed by engineering team at Apple. It was not. It was the de- actual inventor was Kane Kramer. I thought it was Steve Jobs. Again. The automobile, everyone wants to credit it with Henry Ford. It was Carl Benz. I feel like that's a big story, too. Wasn't there a whole like documentary series on the whole Henry Ford ordeal or whatever? Like he was a piece of shit or something? Probably. Um, the Obviously, flight and airplane is credited as the Wright brothers. Yeah. It's not. It's Richard Pierce, a 25-year-old man in New Zealand, took flight. But it's given to the Wright brothers. Uh, the light bulb, this is the big one. Everyone wants to say it's Thomas Edison. There we go. It's That's not what Thomas I was thinking Edison. Of. It was Sir Humphrey Davy. And I'm like 90% sure. Didn't he steal that design yes. and stuff from him? He, because Thomas, he tried Edison, to, he spent like, Thomas Edison was a an inventor, but he stole a lot of his That's stuff. That's what I say. He was a huge con artist, too. I don't know if con artist is the word, but uh, he definitely stole a lot. Shakespeare invented a lot of shit, too, but it's not great But I also it. look at Stanley Meyer as like... Uh, Tesla, not not Elon Musk Tesla. I even though I didn't Nikolai Nikolai Tesla, where it's like so he invented he the legitimately radio. like if we were had gone with and they've they've talked about it before like if, but if we had gone with like Nikolai Tesla's like invention and his it, it, we we very very real very uh, what is the word I'm looking for we could have free energy by this point like we could we from what the technology he was working There's on no but, money in it. that's what I'm saying that's what that's what one of those things where the it's like dollar super, drives you know, everything um, obviously. Alexander Graham Bell is credited with inventing the telephone. He did not. Um, I'm trying to find who it was. Uh, why he got credit? Because his assistant, he and his assistant, Thomas Watson, were working on the harmonic telegraph, yada, yada, yada. Um, basically, he stole it. Um, uh, Alicia Gray is who is credited with actually inventing the telephone. Um, again, first person in the patent office sort of deal. Uh, let's see here. That was his thing. He, he had over two hundred thousand patents, but like, yeah, some Thomas of them were just did not invent the light bulb. Some of them were just like inventions, like I, I did at at modifications to uh, there inventions. Is a, this article is called All That's Interesting dot com, and it's just basically people who are um, famous inventors who are accredited with things that they did not invent. Um, big news. Came out yesterday, no, last week, about the vaccine and incentives to get a vaccine. Yeah. Um, Ohio is giving away a million dollars per day for a week. No, it's a million dollars per week for five weeks. And so it's like an incentive kind of just... To pick a person at random, it's like a it's like a small lottery essentially. Where oh yeah, I mean, if anybody gets a vaccine, is allowed to be yeah. enrolled in the chance to win a million. And do you? I mean. You know, the dollar drives, baby. Yes, there's only oh, like a how many people are in Ohio? Like lots. There's only a one in a lots million chance <laughs> for you to win it. But, but and obviously the less people. Do you think there should be an incentive? I mean, 
unfortunately, I mean, well, being a responsible fucking human being, like that, that we live in this kind of the world where people need incentive to go get vaccines because look, I mean, there is there. I understand look, both sides. Where I am right, not going to sit here and tell you to go get vaccinated. Not once have I told anyone to go get vaccinated because that is not my place to tell. It's your personal to choice, bro. You know, but I will say this. If you don't get vac- vaccinated and you're not allowed to go to certain gatherings because you're not vaccinated, that's not communism. That's just how it works. Yeah. I mean, in, in or socialism ultimate. or whatever they want to, whatever yeah. scare tactic the people want to use. It is within the stadium's right or the arena's right to reject you because you. It's a business. Yes. Because that's the, that's the huge thing. It's like, it's such a, it's one of those things where. Uh, we can we can sit here and, and back up businesses to say that they have the right to deny somebody the right to make them a cake because they're you know homosexuals, but then that same hand, they do that have same, the right. That, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like it was. But like, okay, the negative attention say, that comes from that. You guys wanted to say that it's their right as a company to not allow you know or to to refuse a sale of a cake based on their their sexual orientation. It's like okay, well at the same hand, a, per, a company has the right to deny you access to their business. But that doesn't fit their agenda. <laughs> I thought you could cough, stop oh, coughing man. on command. I, can't, I got a really bad case of it there, just mm. a second ago. But trying to kill me, I, I, I've I, been poisoned. I don't. I just. I don't know. Imagine I, I fell I, over dead right now. I, yeah, I'd really keep, bad. I'd keep going. Uh, just. Post. I wouldn't want you to honestly. Just, you know. <laughs> I still uh, published the episode and everything. Oh shit! Is dead. I. I feel it makes me feel a little icky, like a little weird about incentives for a shot. I don't think so because I, I the way I see it is that the ultimate goal is to rid this pandemic, you know, get rid of it basically, you know, get rid, get rid, get society back to normal, and the only way to do that is to unfortunately incentivize some and go by the goodwill of others who are just. I mean, I don't even know if it's goodwill, but I I just want to get the vaccine. It's because, called being a responsible adult. Yeah, I mean, and it's like uh, my, people willingly get a fucking flu shot every year. Yeah. And it's like, I, I understand Bro, people out there who, who want to ask, like, okay, because, what's in the vaccine? It's like, that's fine. But the thing about that is that those the same people who are asking, like, okay, what's in the vaccine are never going to be satisfied with the answer that they get. Bro, you eat at Waffle House. Yeah. What's in the waffles? I'm sure there's several cockroaches. It's like eating in a bathroom. It. But it doesn't matter because Waffle House is delicious. Yeah, exactly. It's great. Just you eat McDonald's. It. You think that shit is a fucking potato? Like, wh- what's in Pepsi? That's what's synthetically in like, engineered there's... to look like a potato. And it's covered in delicious sodium. So, who gives a fuck what's in the, the shop? The amount of stuff that we shove in our orifices? It, that's my point. The <laughs> amount of shit about, yeah. that people put in their assholes, willingly. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me. I know. Yeah. Um, I mean, is it, if it, even if it is a microchip, that's the one thing. Is like, even if it is a microchip, okay. Your phone's already tracking half the bullshit that you're I saying. Do, this marker trip tech. Like, it's, it's like Dude, it's that's bad shit man. insane. People are like, well, if I you're don't, so I don't, worried about this vaccine, then I just don't cut use yourself this. off from social, like from social life. Altogether. I don't want to use this app because it it stores my information. The fuck do you think a phone does? Yeah, hundred percent. Literally, they know that you. The only way that you can like be off the grid is if you are literally off the grid. And I think iPhones phone. recently had just started asking, like, ask the app not to track your uh, information. It's like that is only just like a hey, we'll Recent. ask them, but they could still do it because it's like that's the thing. It's like there's no legislation saying hey, you but guys it's also, can't do this. But then if we start asking, like, oh, Jacob, people oh don't God. read the fucking terms and agreements to anything. They just say yeah, okay, because they want to get to the good stuff. Yeah, and then, do you know how many times I've done that this week? 
the thing is like there's a the whole moral like, conversation yep, to be had yep. about like oh okay well you because the people can sit here and defend the companies all day like apple and whatnot okay well you didn't read the terms and service it's like okay give me one person that sat there and read the entire thing that isn't and they that know that nobody's gonna read it that's why yeah, they put that shit in 100 they know that nobody's gonna read it i think there's several tests where companies like put stuff in their terms of service that if you read it like held the company that you read it like they give you a thousand dollars just to show awareness that like nobody has claimed it like nobody yeah, that'd be dope that's fuck yeah if i ever start a business that's what i'm gonna do but it's just like it's we want to sit here and say like oh we're concerned about this vaccine we're concerned about being chipped by by bill gates and whatever and it's like no the fuck you're not that dude's too busy partying with fucking strippers bro you're just you're just being hypocritical or whatever and you you're i don't know what the problem is but it's like oh think about what we're putting our bodies and it's like exactly it's like i'll tell you what the problem is oh my god because everything is so fucking political it's it's things that don't need to be political have been politicized like What's crazy is that that half of the population believes that their Lord and Savior invented the vaccine himself in his its orange castle that he lives in or whatever. And so why are they so concerned about it being created in the first place? Because they give him all the credit for creating it. It's like, okay, well, so you don't trust your government. And it's like, well, no, 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 we trust him. It's like, okay, well, then get the vaccine. It's like, well, we don't know what's in it. It's Oh, my God. It's so, <laughs> and so the thing is, like, it's this endless cycle of, like, you're never going to please them because it's it's the same thing. Like, it's not about being. I could go into a whole diatribe about how anti-vaxxers started this whole goddamn thing and it started with flat earthers because it's like you can't give them science where they just believe Uh it and it's unzipped oh my god it's so fucking infuriating because it's like you're never gonna be satisfied with the information i I can sit here and i can give you all the goddamn information of the day i can read it out of the 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 biblioteca pleiades i don't know fucking whatever i can read it out of (laughs) of, uh, god's mouth and it'll be like well did he fact check it is he sourced what's what are god's sources it's like well he's god he's all knowing you know it's okay well show me his sources and it's like you're never gonna win it's, you're never gonna win. It's just insane. I often told like Christina because like we you know we'll have conversations. This is not really to get political, but it's about that per se. It's about about politics and I just realized I got super political. I apologize. No, it's fine. You didn't really. I mean, it's but like I would wake up during the last regime. Literally, that's what it was. Um, the last presidency, and I felt like I was going fucking crazy, bro. And it, like yeah. and not in not a political way. Like I was like, has this whole goddamn country lost all their fucking common sense? It, and it's honestly, and so yeah. like it made it's, me like fucking go nuts because it's just like, what is going on and why am I the only person noticing? I wasn't the only person noticing, but it's it felt like I was in a fucking vacuum cleaner and, and I was yelling. There's so, I mean, there's so many not factors a vacuum, that, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, you were yelling inside of a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it's insane the inside. And all it was cleaner. was I was surrounded by fucking dirt. <laughs> <laughs> like a wasp you just got sucked up in the vacuum yes. cleaner you're so pissed you're like I was just flying around this fucking house and somebody sucked me up with their vacuum cleaner and it's full of and shit and like you know maybe I didn't think about any of that shit I thought about earlier because like I had other shit I had to worry about right yeah. and so now that I don't have to worry about some fucking raving like lunatic that's it what is it? Like, <laughs> other shit like, I got shit I got my mentals to worry about, or my shits to worry about and it's like even then it's like even now it, you still can't take your foot off the gas and oh. it's a, and it's like because that we we want to be complacent because like okay that was the worst case scenario it can never get that bad again but it's wrong like, you still need to hold the president accountable in the words of charlie he, murphy wrong <laughs> wrong and it's like but people think that oh you know you're not why aren't you worshiping biden you know oh he's gonna go it's like no that's the thing it's like we hold him accountable if he doesn't he do to. shit you make promises you should still be held accountable to like for failing on those promises and it's just it's it's this 
it has literally become an insane world here. And it's it sounds so first world, obviously, because it's like, you know, we're sitting here and we, we have good jobs and stuff like that and everything, and we have nothing to complain about. But it's like, it, it, we've just, uh, it's, uh, you know? I, nobody's happy in America right now. And it's like, you can't have it one way, you can't have it the other. And it's, you know... It's a very slippery slope to go down that avenue. Even Canada's going downhill. I don't even know what's going on up there. All I know is that they've really mishandled the vaccine situation. Nobody can get a vaccine. They all want the vaccine. Yeah. Anyways, let's we'll talk about something. Let's talk about, uh, you know, the other problem with America, and that's every, that's these mega giant mega corporations that buy everything. That's, that's you know, we thing. joke just, about it that literally thing. Amazon, Google, Disney, who are we forgetting? Amazon. Google, Disney, is that the three? Apple, Apple, they fucking buy everything. We live in 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 there's like a, it's not even a whole subreddit for it, but there's it's boring dystopia where it literally it's not even a joke. So Amazon today bought MGM. MGM's been around forever. MGM they're is the one that has the lion logo, right? That it, that's the lion's, story is well, that's yes, and that's all yes. Was that the story that the the lion mauled somebody off screen after he did the roar or whatever? I don't which know. I'm pretty sure is just like the Marilyn Manson thing where he sucks his own dick. Yeah, well, MGM is most notable for James Bond. I was gonna say the lion, so they own <laughs> James Bond. So now Amazon will be able to distribute. They own James. They own the James Bond catalog, and MGM and, has been looking to offload for a while. Because literally the only thing that they've had that's been profitable has been Daniel Craig's James Bond, um, uh, D- James James fucking Daniel Craig is the best James Bond. Anyone can fight me on that. I'll fight you. I feel like we made argument made until the female James Bond. Let's get hashtag female James Bond going. But that's a whole nother thing. Can it can it be a female? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you can call her. Jamie, Jamie Bond, Jamie Bond, and it's like um, his daughter. They sold it for she... like eight billion dollars, and it's just like eight point five. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, eight point five billion dollars, and that's just like dumb money. Like, hey, uh, Amazon, if you want, I'll take like a hundred thousand. You know, if you don't need it, bro, give me five hundred thousand dollars. Nope, I don't even need that much. Hey, Amazon, no, no, I don't no, even no, need no, that listen. much. It's okay. Give me five hundred thousand dollars to make something. Hey, you know what? I'll do the same. And I'll. I'll make something for less. Give me a hundred. I'll make something for less. Just give me that budget. I'll come in way under that budget. So you know, you need a new T-shirt design. You know, in fucking <laughs> in fucking ten years, dude. Like we're legitimately gonna be, there. There's rumors. I don't. <coughs> I don't believe them because they're just rumors. But I also don't think that it is entirely possible. Um, but there were rumors that Disney was interested in uh, acquiring DC from. Oh my God, Warner Bros. They can't. That, that, that's the definition of monopoly. You can't own both. Well, okay, so how... Okay, I don't, so let's th- say I don't think reason, the SEC or whoever would allow it to happen. You, for whatever reason, say it does go through. It would suck. How are you feeling? It suck. Because now it's like... It, it almost feels gross, right? Because it, that would be I like... I don't like it. That would be like World of Warcraft coming out and saying, you know what, Horde Alliance, they're together now. Where it's like, there's there's always these two genres, Ooh, like DC I see what versus you're Marvel. A little different, and it's because it's well, the same thing. Yeah, I guess. It's in the same. That would be like, in gaming terms, let's go with... uh, I guess Horton What what are two things that are like super competitive? Uh, Back in the day, that'd be like if Halo and Call of Duty became one game. Because Activision buys Halo, the IP. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Cause or you like, could do Battlefield and Call of Duty. The thing about it is that there's two. There's these two. Like DC and Marvel always been fighting each other on who is well, better. In a sense, it's always fan, been like come on, so camaraderie kind of yeah. thing. But it's and then Friendly once they get bought out by like Disney, then it. I feel like there's no kind of loyalty now because it's like well we're all owned by the same company. You and, know. I am in the minority in the whole thing. If you remember, we did the whole thing. I think we had an episode about it, about Sony playing hardball with Disney and Spider-Man. And everyone else was like, fuck Sony, fuck Sony. And I'm like, no, fuck Disney. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love, you know, and it's the same thing there, too, because it's like, why are we giving Disney the end-all be? Why are we making them the end-all be-all for everything? Like, yeah, the MCU is great. I love the MCU. But you want to know, here's a hot take for you. The MCU was better when it started than it is now. And it's also better because they were forced to use characters that no one gave a shit about. They didn't own X-Men. They didn't own Fantastic Four. They didn't own Spider-Man. So they had to go and fucking make people give a shit about Captain America and Iron Man. They had to make people give a shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy because when you have an unlimited play box your creativity can be stifled and you can get complacent. But when you are forced to make things, and again, we're gonna we're seeing the Eternals. You don't know shit about the Eternals. You don't right. know shit about the Eternals. There was I was I was so lackluster with that trailer, but But that movie's gonna be good. Day. You know, it's gonna be good. I mean, I'll watch I, I use it, the sure, same example. Yeah. No one knew or gave a shit about the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of most people's favorite movies. It's a really good. It's, it's fucking a great. really good series. Again, you know why? Because they had to get creative. They yeah. were forced to. The hands were they're twisted, and they couldn't just be like, "Okay, we're gonna do this." So, like, yeah, sure. I'm happy that like X Men and Fantastic Four are under the same umbrella, and that we're gonna get them in the MCU. But I also believe that it's gonna become complacent like, when things be... are restricted. Yeah, you get more creative because you're forced to be creative. So then, like, let's say this ultimately happens, I, you know, I, I, I don't think it, I don't even think it's remotely possible. Yeah. For, because that you're literally you would own eighty percent of the comic book industry. And I do think you would end up with that situation, like you're talking about, where it's like an uh, almost like a Netflix, where like, they just they just they they you you have an idea, you throw it on a piece of paper, you give it to Netflix, they make it into a movie, and it's like about, an overwhelming amount of content. There's just even in comic books. DC and Marvel are tonally different. They're not the same. So then, if they you have similar characters, but sure, know, and there's yeah. ripoffs of other characters and all that, but like tonally, they're way different. You know, like I don't know how to explain it. I mean, yeah, sure, DC is a little darker, and it, they've went darker because of like you know movies and stuff. But like, it's more based off of like science and like these sort of things where like Marvel is kind of delves more into like the fantasy of how things work. Right. So like DC wants to give you an explanation. (laughs) Marvel makes up a reason. Oh, well, you know, he gets hit with gamma rays. So he's the fucking Hulk. Like, yeah, gamma rays are real, but like they're too tonally different. Like we often compare them because that's what we do as fans, but like they've, so you put them all under the same and they're all tonally the same. And it's just like, okay, well, and that's Where, where's the that choice it's it i don't think people realize I, it's very easy to sit here and get like and oh great they're s- purchasing something else but the problem is is like that could be very dangerous i don't want to see spider-man versus batman on the big screen i don't and, and but i love them both but it could be dangerous to to an extent where it's like kind of like in a situation where deadpool whenever disney bought dead or bought marvel it was like now deadpool Fox. Now or yeah, well now Deadpool can't you know they they're gonna start steering him away from being rated R. Where no, it's the like next that's, movie will be R though. 
Yeah, but I mean, like that I whole understand. there was a whole shift in trying to make him a PG thirteen kind of series. But it's like that's not Deadpool. Deadpool is not PG thirteen. Well, and there and it be but it, the Deadpool the rhetoric, that we are accustomed to is that he's not. But when he was first introduced, he was way different character. What I'm saying is that it could saying. be very dangerous because I don't want to be. Then, but actually, I don't yeah, be that guy. <laughs> it can be very dangerous because it's like then it it becomes what they want it to be, and it doesn't necessarily have it's to matter. Because mouse, they, bro. It, they're gonna they're gonna keep printing money because it's all they do, and it's you know it's one of those things where okay, well you know what, Moon Knight now he's now he wears yellow all the time. He likes yellow, and that's just his thing now. Because he likes piss, he likes to roll around and piss. And that's why he's all yellow. <laughs> that's that's their vision of Moon Knight, and now they they have the rights to it, and they can make that happen. And now you, as a fan, it's like I don't like piss Moon Knight. I don't so, like uh, speaking so. of Moon Knight, how did you feel about the the the, the price of that? Nine, Didn't like that it. <laughs> too <laughs> too expensive. It was like five k for one uh, of them and thirty five k for the other. So Werewolf by Night num uh, thirty two, uh, a nine point four, which is a near mint. Uh, it was worth one thousand eight hundred seventy-two, and it is now worth three thousand five hundred dollars. That gave us a huge conversation to when you would, if you're a seller, like when do you? Sell? I have a Werewolf by Night thirty-two for anyone who's listening. What's um, the min on it? What's a grade? What's the grade? Sorry, five point five. <laughs> I have a ten at the house. There are no tens. Well, yeah. If you get some, how do here's you, the thing. Here's the thing. How there's no such thing as a ten. There's no tens. 9.8 is as high as you can go. Do you think that they just specifically don't grade because things no, as a because 10? Because it's, it would be impossible. You would have to get it right off the press kind of thing. Even then, there's still going to be something wrong with it. Because they're like... Because I've been watching uh, Chris, who does... Uh, uh, who does uh, Chris Melberger, who does like card openings and stuff. And he talks about the grading. And he was going into a little bit about how the framing on certain cards... Like, he, he was opening uh, like some Marvel packs of cards from back in the day. And he's like, if you look at it, it's like, yeah, on the surface, it's mm -hmm. a pristine card. Mm -hmm. But the way that the it way came off printed. the press, like, oh, it was skewed I know a all bit. this stuff because my dad used yeah, to make cards. Dad was in it, so it's like, but it's very interesting. Oh, it's great. It's like, even, even if it's right off the press, even if you went back in time mm -hmm. to get it, it's like... They're very it's meticulous. Still, there's still a chance that you don't get a 10 or, or very, very... To the point where... I think that 10 is just something that people aspire to, mm -hmm. but it's one of those things where you nobody will ever Nine point is the highest grade in a comic book. Um, what's crazy is in hindsight, I should have bought the 8 or 8.5 that I saw. I should have bought it. But I mean, I, How it was, much was the price difference as far as from 5.5 to, to 8? It was over... It was a lot. And that was at the time that you bought it too, which is like, I'm 2018, assuming... 2018. 20... No. When did I buy it? 20... Comic-Con 2018. That feels so long ago. Yeah, Comic-Con 2018. I bought it. And it was... Go, you can price drop, man. Nobody's going to judge you here. It's okay. Uh, well, the, the 8.5 was like... It was like $1,500. Which, in retrospect... Oh, it's, 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 worth it's, it. it's more than doubled its value. Yeah. Now, if... Uh, I've, I bought mine simply because it, I wanted it. Yeah. It was the only comic book I've ever wanted graded. It's the only one I've ever wanted to own. I was not around when when Werewolf by Night 32 came out. I was not alive. But it's also because I love Moon Knight. It's like, okay, well, this is like a grail piece. This is like, and I, five, my 5.5 is a nice 5.5. It Honestly, it doesn't look like a 9.5. The it, the spine is a little, is, is where yeah. it gets to, but like the cover is great. But I I don't I, I didn't buy it as an investment to sell. Obviously, like if the point came where someone's like, "I'll give you four thousand dollars for that," I buy okay, <laughs> like I'll sell it. But like, it's not something that I bought to actively sell. Like, yeah. I, there are things that I have purchased that I'm, I I intend to flip eventually. 
but that's not one of those things because that's a very, very dangerous game to get into. I mean, if you go on, if you go on eBay right now, you can buy a 4.0 for like two thousand dollars. No, it's, it's it insane. Is, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. And I think that a lot of that is driven by the current state of right like now our Wall Street, where right it's like, now it's insane, dude. It's, you got meme stocks and whatnot. People are making, you know, it's that that FOMO, the fear of missing out. People are making millions of dollars off of cryptocurrency, they're making millions of dollars off the Wall Street. And it's like now people are buying like cards, like Pokemon cards and whatnot, and people are flipping them for you know two, three hundred thousand. But the thing about it is, you don't want to get. It's like if you get in on early, if you're just now hearing about, uh, like, say, uh, if you're just now hearing about GameStop, you're way too late. You were late by the time it came out on Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's very easy to get into that fear of missing out, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, the financially, it could be devastating if you jump into town. So it's like, don't jump into it now. Wait, you know, wait, try and get ahead on the next craze, but it's, it's passed you up, you know? Yeah. It, you know, basically, if you're going to collect, which I do, um, you have to be very choosy on what you collect. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with a bunch there's of shit. There's so much, bro. And, we were talking about wrestling. It's just there's so much. But like you don't, unless you have the means or the, the monetary means to literally buy shit, to flip it as an investment, if you're a collector, you're collecting because you want it with the hopes that what you collect will appreciate in value. Very rarely... I may get correct on this. Very rarely does a comic book depreciate. And if it does, it doesn't depreciate substantially. Comic books typically always appreciate. Now sometimes they don't do anything and they'll sit there and you and like you know, it'll 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 plateau at like, okay, well the first appearance of Punisher is four thousand dollars and it doesn't go it doesn't change for until years. somebody until somebody discovers punisher for the first time in a thousand years well and, and yeah. you also come into the that we've talked about it before it is what it is worth what someone is willing to pay mm. so obviously if someone pays four thousand for it and somebody wants it for forty five thousand well now it's worth forty five thousand yeah a hundred whatever so you know again and that and i i i fully anticipated and that's another reason why like okay i was at new york comic-con i have to buy this now and i told i told christian i was like i've always wanted this i was like i have to buy this now or i'm never going to be able to get it because it's this was i like this was way before the show was ever announced but i just i felt it because because moon knight was like that underground guy and like once Disney got their hands on it, and once he became part of the MCU, once he becomes part of the zeitgeist, once he is cognizant on everyone's brain, popularity is going to skyrocket, everything's going to go up. So it was like, okay, I need it now for my own edification. I want it. Like, I want it, so I bought it. So, But I knew when I bought it that it was going to go up. I didn't think it would go up as much as it has, as fast as it has, Mm -hmm. and as it has now. Like, it will peak... When the show comes out, as well as it, yeah, that's when it'll probably it may go up a little bit more. But once more people are aware, more casual MCU people are aware of Moon Knight, and he becomes part of the like Deadpool was. No one knew who Deadpool was until the movie came out, right? Mm-hmm. Like I say, no one in quotes. I never even read a Deadpool one, comic. Yeah, yeah, so once Moon Knight is part of the vernacular of of comicdom of people like, Oh yeah. Did you fucking like watch main, Moon? Did you watch that Moon Knight show? Mainstream media. That chill, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So once that happens, once he's part of the zeitgeist, like I'm going to feel weird. I'm going to feel so weird. I've talked about it. And it's, it's, it's the, it's the only fandom. I'm not going to gatekeep, but it's the only fandom that literally I've, I've had for 
more almost my entire life. Very hard when you were just sitting there because and like, like people were talking about it. And like, I, I may have said it on this podcast, or I've said it on another one, or just in conversation. Like I, you know, I typically buy all the Moon Knight stuff, right? Like I buy the 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 like random like action figure that he's in a wave of like it's just Moon Knight like randomly right he just gets put in there or I buy the statue I want the statue but like I have all of these things these Funko Pops and like I just have all this Moon Knight stuff because it's few and far between so like when that show comes out and like he's part of the MCU I I'm gonna feel weird it's gonna hit different it's gonna be weird it's gonna hit because it's like sure. yeah. I didn't create Moon Knight. I have nothing to do with Moon Knight, but he feels like a child. Like it feels like okay, I'm re- he's going to be released into the world, oh, and I can know. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's so so it's like it's always been like my guy that I've always pulled for because you know I, I'm I'm an underdog kind of guy, so like I root for the underdog. Yeah. you know, so it's like it's I don't I, I don't know. Hopefully, he doesn't turn out to be an asshole, right? <laughs> right? It's like he gets all famous and he starts becoming like an asshole about it. You know, and I, I've got something in the works. I'm hoping. I mean, it's going to happen regardless of whether it's just us or somebody else. But, like, I bought 25 copies of Moon Knight number one for this podcast. I saw that. For this was, podcast. I thought you were buying that to sell. No, no, no. I bought it for this podcast. I'm guessing they're, like, ones. <laughs> they're number ones. No, I mean, like, they're graded as ones. No, I'm just buying them. Literally, they're coming. I'm getting a, a, a pack of 25. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That nice. I'm going to hopefully give away to people for this podcast. It'll be worth millions, right, people? Nah. It's just for you fans. It's just for you guys. Thank you. <laughs> so, Are you right there sitting and listening to us while you're eating your Arby's? Arby's? That's for you. Do you right? Arby's? I love Arby's, man. Obsessed. They have the meats, and I'm here for it. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yeah. 